Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, June 14th. Enabling Canada's Ombudsman for Banking Services and Investment to have binding authority on its decisions would have a positive impact on complaints handling. The latest five-yearly review of the Ombudsman's Operations and Practices for Investment-Related Complaints is generally positive but has made a renewed call for a bolstering of its enforcement capabilities, first identified in the 2016 report. The independent report says that stakeholders have expressed frustration at the lack of movement in the Ombudsman's powers in securing redress. The report highlights the weakness in OBS's current ability to use the name and shame system effectively due to a presupposition that firms that are named will comply with recommendations. If they do not, there's little OBSI can do about it, which provides no solution or compensation for harmed investors and ultimately undermines public confidence in OBSI. The report points out that international best practice is for OBSI's counterparts to have binding authority and that making this change would level the playing field between consumers and firms. However, industry representatives were against the move on the grounds of increased processes, costs and time when complaints were handled by OBSI and make a shift towards a more adversarial and less collaborative approach. The report decided that, on balance, the pros of greater enforcement powers outweigh the cons. Aside from the call for enhanced powers, the report says that OBSI has met and exceeded its obligations under its memoriam of understanding with the CSA. The number of people globally who are considered high net worth individuals grew in 2021 and so did their average wealth. Recovering economies being boosted by the stock market helped propel the global HNWI population by 8%, with their wealth also rising by this percentage. Almost two-thirds of these wealthy people, identified by Capgemini's World Wealth Report published today, were in the United States, Japan, Germany and China as the top four countries for HNWIs. The growth was led by those with at least 30 million US dollars net worth, the ultra-high net worth individuals, with a rise of almost 10% in population size and 8% in wealth. The report found that the gap between wealth bands has narrowed with more information access for investors and democratization of asset classes helping to level the playing field. North America leads the growth in HNWIs with a 13% rise in population and a 14% hike in wealth. Asia Pacific, which had been leading growth over the last decade, saw a weaker increase of 4% for population and 5% for wealth. The findings of a new global survey indicate that online platforms will be the most important demand driver for ETFs over the next three years. According to a recent poll of industry participants conducted by PwC, 76% projected strong demand for ETFs on digital platforms, while another 24% expected moderate demand. Altogether, the respondents to the survey represent 80% of all ETF assets globally. Among respondents from the United States, 96% predicted significant demand for ETFs to develop on online platforms in the next three years. Only 4% foresee moderate demand. Canadian respondents were second only to the US, with 93% projecting significant demand and 7% forecasting moderate demand to shift to ETFs on digital platforms. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus how dollar cost averaging can mitigate bear market risk, looking at the next leg of the active versus passive arms race, and the Harvest Canadian Equity Income Leaders ETF is now available. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.